0: Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary.
1: Hi, I'm Yusuf Dal, and when I was 18, I was convicted of selling drugs. For the past three years, I've had difficulty finding housing because it is legal in the United States to discriminate against individuals that have a past drug distribution conviction on their record for life. It doesn't matter if it was a hard drug like heroin or a drug that's now legal or partially legal in many states across the country, like marijuana. The Thurman Amendment was introduced to the Fair Housing Act in 1988 by segregationist Strom Thurman. And it's since been used to deny housing to all people, but because people of color are disproportionately jailed for drug charges, we are affected more. My goal is to overturn this amendment to start an end to housing discrimination that unfairly targets people of color. If you would like to join this movement, please visit ThurmanAmendment.org to learn more.
0: A message from the Fable and Folly Network.
2: So we're recording this intro almost a week and a half in advance because next weekend we're all going to be gone. We're not going to get a chance to record um, because we are going into the mountains for Jake's bachelor party. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we are. So I thought I would take this opportunity of recording this in advance. We're all going to get a chance here. Oh, no. Make a prediction right now of something you think will come true before this releases. It could be something at Jake's bachelor party. And then when we come back, we could confirm whether or not we were right. Did that thing happen?
3: Like some kind of action or thing that happened or happenstance yes, that like, happens? Yes,
2: like here's mine. Okay. Someone at Jake's bachelor party will bleed. <laughs> It's as, <laughs> it's as simple as that. Something will happen where someone there is going to bleed. That's it. my prediction for the future.
4: Well, that definitely lines up with mine because ass tattoo.
2: Because I'm going to stab someone. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like a lot of this,
5: we can really take fate into our own hands. It's true. Like, oh, I was planning to that's on true. the ass
4: tattoo thing, so that's why.
5: I was going to say, like, my prediction is that we will go get breakfast at one of the greasy joints right down the road because I intend to make that happen. <laughs> so. mm-hmm.
3: uh, I think. My prediction is we'll at least see one bear out there. Oh. Okay. Ooh, yeah. okay yeah, so
2: I guess maybe I should change mine to something I couldn't, like, make come true. No, oh. no, no, it's
3: fine. The bear is going to make someone bleed. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you can, you can pend it with a...
2: But I on accident. S- yeah, on accident.
5: Like, someone will bleed by accident.
2: Because of a martial arts move or a hiking issue... Somebody doing something in this testosterone-fueled cabin, someone will bleed as a result of an antic. Uh,
3: Well, Jake did say he was bringing his bow and arrows, right? I I think so. I'm planning to, if there's room.
4: Oh, Oh, should I bring uh, all my throwing hatchets?
3: Yes. Yes, you should.
5: I'm going to bring my axe. I'm um, also going to throw my...
2: Throw my hatchets.
4: I'm going to throw my hatchets and
3: then I'll just come to the party. <laughs> okay.
2: I'll join you later. You're yeah. all making this way too easy for mine. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, I predict that someone will lose a shoe. Oh, mm-hmm.
4: that's good.
2: I almost went with, we'll break something, but that seemed a little too severe. I thought, well, they'll get cut. They won't break something.
3: I predict that something that's not supposed to be in the hot tub will end up <laughs> being in the hot tub. <laughs> Again, I think that's, you can guarantee that because
5: I'm going to take food. I'm going to eat food in the hot tub that I'm not supposed to have. In the uh, tub. He
4: brought the whole fucking grill in. Why did he <laughs> what do, did that? do that?
5: I'm going to have like a large pizza box like in, <laughs> in my left hand while just I'm sitting in the hot tub.
2: On floaties.
5: Yeah. Oh,
4: that's
2: good. Just duct tape some floaties together. All
4: right. I have a feeling like we're just going to gorge out on food. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I predict someone will get a
2: parasite. Oh, no. Yeah, no, bad. Sorry. Probably true. Big communal hot tub.
3: (laughs) And I am bringing all the steaks, so I mean. Oh,
2: God. He's trying to cook them in the hot tub. (laughs) Yeah. He's having a good old steak boil. We're going to sous vide in the hot tub.
4: And he's just shipping them down there with us in paper towels on his lap.
3: This is the worst game ever i don't like this game anymore I, don't this,
2: blame me blame your answers
3: yeah. Yeah, this, this
5: weekend's shaping up to be a real fucking shit
2: show a real horror show
3: <laughs> i predict that somebody will end up
4: getting locked out of the cabin
2: at oh. a dire
3: moment Oh, what a when dire the bear moment! Shows up. <laughs> oh.
4: There's a great video circulating of these people out at one of their like cabins out in the mountains, and a mountain lion, like a full size mountain lion, walks up on the porch. And you could tell that these are like some good old boys, you know, they're used to being out in the woods and stuff. And but they're just panicking because they don't know what to do about the mountain lion on the porch. And one guy's like, "We don't have any weapons. I think there's a big flashlight close, like <laughs> they're really like ready to tussle with this thing if it breaks in <laughs> with a mag light." Uh, it's a good thing we're gonna have have a bunch of axes and bows and arrows <laughs> that's True. probably a
2: good thing okay so Taz, do you have a now with this no ass tattoo do you have a a modified assumption of the thing that will happen
4: uh yeah i predict that the recap is about to roll <laughs>
5: <laughs> we just don't know enough to storm the theater yet. No. So we've we've got to put that on the back burner, at least for now. But I don't know, like we need more
4: information and other than going down there, I don't know how to get it. I mean, the only other thing I can think of is just see if we can get a series of snapshots. Like, you can see these other times, TJ. Yes. You can see other places too, right?
2: Yes. And TJ begins to lay out his chalk lines. And you see figures moving around. And there is someone tied up on a table there's a strange magical flare that happens in your hand and you see that energy ripples over the entirety of the vision and for a brief moment it doesn't look like a vision, it looks like you're looking through a portal and the sound of something moving around gets louder and you remember back at IPT when you first joined, you had to prove to Margaret you could build something and you built the robot that turned into a cannibal and eight other robots and the vision of this pops back into your head as you see through the portal of this same robot again but it is covered in gore and in one hand it's holding a leg and it's feeding it down into a big tube on its back and behind it you just see a sluice of material as it grinds up this leg and it raises its giant propeller blade arm and steps through the portal Inside the back of this strato freighter, a rift has been torn open as you try to see into the IPT, and TJ's cannibal robot has stepped through the rift, its propeller blade arm twirling, 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 (laughs) (laughs) as it steps towards you, its other hand grinding what looks like a human leg in a churning maw on its back what is everyone doing urinating
5: in a panic
2: um i'm not even confident that i can hurt a robot <laughs> i don't know if
3: i can bite a robot <laughs> oh my god you're right uh so i open this portal instead
2: yeah so that is the the fail there that as you try to adjust it instead of the vision you do create this momentary portal um can i
3: somehow try and keep this open so that maybe we could get to the IPT faster
2: yeah I think that you would have to roll use magic and your success would kind of dictate the terms of how this works but it it might be that like oh you have to focus on this the whole time to keep it open and kind of ignore the hen that has come home to roost (laughs) uh so yeah if you want to try this roll use magic
3: um I want to tell the guys first keep this thing off of me and then I'm going to roll (laughs) Um, that is a seven, 12.
2: Yeah. You're able to focus down on the energy that coursed through you that opened this portal and you're able to keep it open. I don't think you have to stay with it. I think it's just open right now.
4: Nice. Uh, I think while he's doing that, I want to test a theory about what Buckshot does to the core of a robot.
2: Okay. Roll kick some ass.
4: Okay. (laughs)
3: <laughs> at first i thought that was a two but then i realized you've got the special crit show dice that have the two dice but that's supposed to be the one correct
4: that's that's correct thank you for clarifying okay. the
3: one that i rolled just in case anybody out there who's got crit show dice and is following along <laughs> so that's a
4: five i just want it on record that i want to use luck <laughs>
2: You go to fire off the shotgun at this robot and it drops the leg in its hand and grabs you and starts to move you towards its back. Oh my God. How tall is the robot? It's about nine feet tall and four feet wide. I'm going to try.
5: I'm going to try to help you.
2: I want to fly that direction and
5: try and grab Tass's other end and pry him out of its grip. All right. Roll act under
4: pressure. Oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. TJ has killed me. (laughs) Wait a minute. Hold on. (laughs) You built the robot. You opened the portal. Okay. You've done this.
2: An unsavable three. Yeah. You dive forward to try to pry Tass from its grip and it takes a step backwards and moves its other hand forward. Uh, You take two points of damage, not armored feeding, as you get caught in the whirling helicopter blades and Tass is moved closer to the entrance of the grinder on its back.
4: God. We're supposed to be sleuths, not sleuths loosed <laughs> um
3: can i try to bar a portal uh from <laughs> to hum-
4: humans to yes! humans please bar the grinder
3: <laughs> Please, i want to bar the entrance of this grinder on this thing's back from oh. human flesh
2: yeah i don't see why not <laughs> oh my god i was I mean, not expecting you can bar it, yes. a door frame so that makes me assume that you could also like bar a you know one of those uh slides that's a tube <laughs> that you could like bar at the end of that it's technically an opening and yeah. so there is a wide opening for this grinder so roll we'll use magic all right eight all right what is your glitch. Uh,
3: My glitch is it has a problematic
2: side effect. All right, so you bar this portal and it shuts down the grinder. The whole thing just slows down and I think as all those gears slow down and stop spinning you see other gears start to spin faster and it seems like it's moving much faster. Like a lot of its energy before was going to working that grinder and now it's moving much faster than something this size should be able to move. Mm
4: That That's problematic. Yeah, yeah.
2: Tass, you are now being squashed flat against the entrance to this grinder that is just a wall. What are you doing?
4: Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to do much with the shotgun here at the moment. Can I try to like fumble for my mace and wedge it into this thing's grip to pry myself out?
2: Yeah, roll act under pressure.
4: Oh, thank God, Ten.
2: Yeah, you were able to jam the mace in there and pry the hand open and you fall to the ground and you are free. I'm going to find out if I can damage a robot by biting it. All right, roll kick some ass. 10. Nice. Woohoo. What's your extra effect? I think suffer less harm. So describe to me, how are you using your teeth on this robot? What are the tags for your teeth? Uh,
5: my bite is three harm, intimate, ignore armor. So, I mean, I have to, like, get up on the thing. Like, I think I kind of jump on its back. And, I mean, does it have any, like
2: wires are any of those servos visible yeah i think because your attack ignores armor that there are wires and tubing running like up its neck yeah that's
5: okay (laughs) that's what i
2: was hoping for so i just get a good bite and tear out of that and it starts to spray you're not quite sure what some of it smells very good to you
5: oh no can i drink some of it do i feel like i should yeah. Because my curse is feed, and if there's a perfect opportunity, I have to like act under pressure to not.
2: Oh, yeah. So as you rip these tubes open on its neck, roll act under pressure not to feed, because instantly, as soon as these are spraying into the air, you can tell that some of them are filled with blood. Um, So
5: I only have to act under pressure to resist, and I, I don't think I have any like ethical considerations about this one if it's just already... Loose blood. I don't think I'd try not to feed.
4: <laughs> loose,
3: <laughs> blo- loose blood is my favorite. This is how you get sick.
4: <laughs> I mean,
3: yeah. I mean, didn't you see how I tasted that little vial yeah, of blood? Yeah, that's fair. Right? Yeah,
2: that's fair. All right, so Jake is on the neck of this cannibal robot. We get to say the best sentences. <laughs> Jake is uh, on the back of this cannibal robot feeding from its neck. TJ, what are you doing? I want to uh,
3: attack this thing with combat magic. To really hit this thing in the solar plexus and do some damage.
2: All right, roll kick some ass. Nine. All right, you let off a blast of magic. Which one are you using?
3: Uh, well, it is a blast, which is to harm magic close obvious, loud, uh, but I'm adding ice to it. So that adds plus one harm, restraining. Ooh. So plus three harm, magic, close, obvious, loud, and restraining.
2: You blast this robot with the ice and it freezes up around its legs and its torso and it cracks in half and falls to the ground, not moving. Oh boy,
5: as it starts to collapse, I'm going to bail. <laughs> Just jump off and roll. Yeah, no problem. Holy shit.
3: That was sick. <laughs> oh, God, he's he's hopped up on blood now. <laughs> Whoa!
4: <laughs> <laughs> he's got the blood rage. He's got blood fever. Oh, God. What kind of blood was in that?
3: I don't know. High Ma- octane, apparently. High, high, Oc- high octane gameplay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can we go back and make the joke that from the blood he's got scarlet fever? <laughs> <laughs> God. Does that since you heal By feeding does that heal you too I don't know does it I think we decided Because of the move that you have that you can Heal in combat that's why you had to take Oh that's right that as part of the move right
4: mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm. But that is not the attack That I used
2: oh because remember for For the monstrous
5: the life drain Is its own base not a oh yeah Yes yeah. not uh, an. Attack. okay so yeah We'll say
2: that you don't heal then okay But you're still hopped up good catch though Thank you for being honest no problem I don't know why I gave you that thanks you've never not been honest (laughs) well to your
5: knowledge (laughs) well fair
3: i think he should get one free luck point
5: (laughs) in in a luckless universe integrity is what makes the difference that's Uh, right the more you know
2: it just makes you a beacon for like everything that feeds off of it oh my god
4: okay so we have a portal now uh yeah and it goes
3: right into the junk room for the ipt so we could we can just be downtown. We can just be in the heart of the city right now. Yeah. Yeah, we could. Uh, maybe we should try and secure the junk room so then that way at least no other things come in. Yeah,
5: we can go through to the junk room and then you can do the bar of thing against soul bats. Oh, yeah. And then we've got a portal straight through into the junk room and they can't get in.
3: Yeah, uh, that's a solid, solid plan. I'm just going to start barring everything from everything. <laughs> every after you walk through every door. Yeah. All right. Come with me just in case something else is in this room.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll jump through first. I'll, you know, kind of clear the corners here, make sure there's nothing else in here. And uh, and then we
2: bar this thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah. All right. On the count of three. One, two, three. I'm going to go through.
2: All right, task Roll read a bad situation
4: oh no jesus hell that is a three that's snake eyes
2: tash you hear the sound of something in the darkness grinding and moving and you are positive there are more of these cannibal robots down here
4: guys 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 there are more of the robots bar it bar it bar it bar it bar it um uh yeah i
3: i used the ritual to bar this room
2: all right roll use magic
3: i like you
5: just got kind of a charlatan tone of voice I use the ritual to bar the room. <laughs>
3: In actuality, I just have a uh, uh, thing. That, yeah. <laughs> Nailing two by fours over the door.
2: TJ actually plays as that Pathfinder rogue class that's pretending to be a mage.
3: Yep. Oh, my God. Uh. So... So Tas got snake eyes. I got snake eyes. I'm just waiting for Jake to get snake eyes now. What does that make your total, though? Uh, five. Yeah, I can't do anything for you. Okay. Oh, my
2: God. TJ, this magic gets away from you, and the glow of the portal in the corner of the room goes out. No. So the portal has closed. What's everybody doing? Is
5: this room still full of, like, is it all body parts now, or is it still inorganic junk? Roll investigate a mystery. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. 10. Nice.
3: Excellent.
2: You get a hold, too.
5: What is being concealed here?
2: So as you start to look around through here, you have a very heightened sense for the blood and the flesh, and you're able to pick out pretty quickly that there's almost nothing in here that is not organic, but there's a big pile of meat at the middle of the room, and you can sense that there is something hidden underneath it that's very powerful. It seems like this stack of meat is made purely to obscure it.
5: Can I save my other hold until I unearth whatever that? That is you can i'm gonna scramble over there call for them to help me there's something under here that's important this is real gross
3: yeah i'm gonna rush over and help i'm gonna just kind of stay back a little bit and if they unearth something unholy that could kill us i'm going to <laughs> be prepared
2: that's very in
5: character with this tj
2: yeah the two of you start to dig through this meat and it's like eight feet tall and about 24 feet across It is a huge pile and it takes a minute, a minute and a half for you to get to the core of it, just throwing chunks out. But once you have cleared it away at the center of this pile of meat, you find a blood drenched copy of Macbeth.
3: What are you shitting me? Um,
2: okay. I'm going to use my other hold
5: just to be sure what can hurt it. So the thing that can hurt this,
2: I think it's safe to assume that the three of you, even if we didn't do it on mic, told each other about the conversations you had with yourselves. Is that a safe assumption? Yeah,
4: Yeah. for sure.
2: So TJ and his other self got into the whole conversation about you used a grenade to blow up a book and you think you destroyed a magical entity. In this moment, you're thinking about the events of that moment and why what you did destroyed this thing that works off of negative of energy and bad luck and it occurs to you in this moment it was not the grenade that destroyed it it was the teamwork from the help out there has to be goodwill in whatever is done to this thing to destroy it
5: Oh my god. We've got it we've literally gotta do it like together. This has to be like a tandem
3: maneuver. I want to use magic to try and do something beyond human limitations.
2: Alright, what do you want to try to do?
3: I want to try and grab this uh script by the the spine and like just whole cloth, rip it from the spine across the body of the the book.
2: Oh, like rip it in half, but not the normal way you would rip a book in half. Right
4: like widthwise.
3: Oh god, like yeah. a
2: circus strongman with a phone book.
4: I think I see him going over and like grabbing this. And I'm like, hold on, dude. And I want to take out my mace with the spike and just slam that spike down through the center of the book to pin it to the ground so that it's just lodged there for him to rip up from the hole.
5: Wait, 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 wait. Before before we do this, we need to save this, right? This is the only way to maybe cure people. Isn't that what Everett and Sherry have said? That they needed this to figure out how to fix... Everyone who's soul-batified?
4: I guess they said that they just hadn't been able to get into research enough. So if that means specifically that this thing might do it, yeah, if there's a chance it'll help, I guess we should take it, right? I mean,
5: we've been kind of hoping that we'd find a way to fix everybody. And this is the, the closest maybe we've got. So yeah, I feel like we should hold on to it for
2: now. Yeah, okay. As you're all having this conversation down in this big hollow room, the robot has been destroyed. You're down here digging through meat and having a conversation. You hear from somewhere above you some talking. And then you hear the sound of, it sounds like if someone was climbing through the air vent. Like in Die Hard, like it sounds like someone in a vent climbing around.
5: So there is like that big chute that comes into the room from the ceiling, right?
2: Oh, like where all the junk at your world came from?
5: Yeah. Does that does it seem like that's where the voices are coming from?
2: It does. And actually, as you peer up at that from behind you, you hear a buzz sound, like a
5: ah n- uh, from from what from where? I want to look.
2: You turn around and where you remember the elevator being, it's it's still there, uh, but there is a light above it that has turned red.
5: Uh, uh, I want to go see if I can, like, get the door open, like, press the button or whatever.
2: Yeah, nothing happens. It seems to be locked down.
5: Oh, shit. What? 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 Like- I, I think the elevator's stuck. I don't think we have any other way out of here. Oh, lovely. I think we got to deal with the things that are coming in first, and I will fly up to the opening of that shoot and wait for something to come out.
0: The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today.
2: All right. Uh, What are the two of you doing?
4: Uh, I think I'm looking at him do this. I think it was on my lips to be like, fight or flight. Are we bailing or not? But as he moves over, I almost feel like it's more instinct from this task that moves me over with him. Like I'm just ready to take a swing at whatever's coming out of this. Yeah, same. I'm getting
3: ready to combat magic the hell out of this thing.
2: All right. So, Jake, as you are hovering there, three figures fall out of this chute. What are you doing as they fall out towards the ground?
5: Um, Do they all kind of come? spilling out like basically simultaneously
2: like one at a time but right after each other
5: okay then i guess i would kind of get the last one to come out and um boy like basically like riding the bomb like just grab onto its back as it falls to the ground and sink my teeth into it all right jake roll kick some ass uh eleven.
2: And how much damage is that again?
5: Uh three harm, ignore armor. And I guess for my extra, I will inflict terrible harm.
2: So this last soul bat falls out of the chute and you grab it in the air as it's falling and the soul bat is visible and it's just starting to flow up around the body like it was all over the hands and the feet as it was moving down and so its neck is entirely exposed and you sink your teeth and just rip them away and this person collapses to the ground when you hit they are down Tass TJ what are you doing?
4: Oh you know if I see these
2: as soul bats hitting the ground a grin and a swing baby and as these two land they are in full soul bat form the black inky darkness flowing over them and the yellow eyes roll kick some ass uh that's a 15
4: Oh shit! Oh,
2: <laughs> what's your extra effect uh let's let's go terrible harm why not and how much harm do you do then four uh five you hit it with the light source it opens a hole in the soul bat and then you spin the mace around and you jam that spike through and this person falls to the ground dead
3: uh, I am going to use combat magic to blast the last one that's surviving, I guess, with fire.
2: Roll kick some ass. 11. What's your extra effect?
3: So when I add fire, it adds plus two harm to the base. So I have plus four already. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think I'm going to give a plus one to myself
2: all right you let loose this fire it roils across the ground and springs up around the feet of the soul bat and it melts and the person inside falls to the ground dead
4: i think i'm just poised and waiting and listening to see if any more of them are coming
2: roll read a bad situation
4: oh almost could have used that plus one but i squeaked by with a seven
2: get a hold one
4: are there any dangers we haven't noticed
2: There are not. And I think the thing that you get in this moment is you recognize that the three dead soul bats are the three you saw in the vision that were working inside of the med bay. And now that you see them a little closer, you do recognize them. Actually, it's the old IPT lab team.
4: Oh, man. I hate this. I hate it. I hate it so
5: much. We gotta, we gotta take every step to not kill any more of these.
4: Yeah, I mean, we don't know that we can do it, but obviously we have the possibility. So you're right. You are absolutely right. God, I'm gonna see if they like have anything that would make that elevator work.
2: Yeah, you go through their pockets and you do find in one of them that there is a, a little clicker that's got a red and a green light.
4: Click it to see if I can unlock it?
2: The red light disappears when you hit the green button.
4: Okay. Um, I mean, that was it though, right? I mean, we are reasonably sure there weren't any other... I'm pretty sure that's correct. Yeah. At least that were inside. I mean, we know that these were heavily guarded. So if they if we think that they are still heavily guarded, there might still be a ton outside, but we might have just cleared the building. So wait, the vampire they were working on up there, then
3: it's it's unattended. Do we want to go check on that? Yeah. Yeah, maybe you should check on it. We'll stay outside the door just in case.
5: Okay, I'm, I don't know what the condition of that thing is, so I'm going to just fly up the chute they just came out of.
2: Yeah, you f- start flying up this chute and it goes directly to to that lab and on the table in the center of the room is the vampire that you saw they're strapped to this table uh they're wearing almost like a operating gown
5: uh i'm going to is he still incoherent
2: seems like it do
5: i think there's anything i can do can i like i mean if i give him some cheek taps and like a hey 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 what's up hey wake up man
2: focus uh we investigate a mystery As you start to look over this vampire who is tacked to the table, five. His eyes shoot open and he locks eyes with you. Roll cool. Ten. Nothing happens to you, but you feel like he was trying to assert something over you.
5: Hey, whoa, no need for that, all right? I'm one of you. I show him the teeth. help me yeah 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 nope no problem i'm gonna
2: unstrap him from the table and he sits up and he like starts tearing at the ones on his feet
5: how did you get here how long have you been here
2: i don't know they caught me i gotta get out of here and i can feel it i can feel it inside feel what inside this thing they're trying to <laughs> and you see that like black starts to pour out of his mouth oh, fuck. and wrap around his head
3: fuck
2: and down his body
3: should have killed him when you had a chance jake oh man
2: what are you doing and i think just for the sake of uh conversation here while you think about what you're doing this is unheard of soul bats cannot take over vampires so in this moment the other you thinks that must be what they are researching down here is figuring out how to make this bond stable Shit. tass and tj below you hear Jake mumbling and then some shouting. What are you doing? Uh I want to see if
3: there's another way out of this room.
2: There is an elevator that goes up aside from this shaft that dumps things down inside.
4: I'm gonna go run over to the elevator and get inside then.
2: All right, Tass.
4: Uh I think I wanna focus down and just leap up this shaft. Like I don't know that I can make it all the way, but I want to kind of Jackie Chan up into the shaft and be just kipping off of one side and the other until I get
2: up. Roll no limits. Okay.
4: Ha ha, a six.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Plus one four would be nice right about now. <laughs>
2: You need
5: it <laughs> no. for the elevator.
2: <laughs> Tash, you leap into the air and you're able to get the height, but you're just so strong in this moment that you rip the metal of the shaft down onto you and you collapse back to the ground and all of this metal just piles on top of you. Oh, God. You take two points of damage, armor defeating as you are buried underneath all of the metal from this chute. And that's what you see, TJ, as the elevator door closes.
4: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can I can I ask a clarifying question? Yeah. You say, when I get the height,
2: do I get all the way up? Like you see Jake for a brief <laughs> yeah. second. It's like any of those videos with the dog, like jumping up and looking at food on the counter. Yeah. You just see Tass's head for a second and he puts his hands on and it just seems like he's tearing the room down behind him. Jake, this vampire is calling for help, but it's also advancing on you and baring its fangs and you see the black of the soul bat flowing down its hands and starting to form spikes.
5: All right. From what I think that I know, I don't know if this thing is permabonded to him or not because it kind of wasn't on him a second ago like it just overtook him.
2: Well, and to clarify, it did come pouring out of his mouth so it was inside of him.
5: I mean, that seems pretty damning. I think either way, if I think he can be saved or not, I would like Tass there to help me deal with it because he's either got a light mate that can kill the soul bat on the vampire or he's got a light mace that can kill the soul bat and the vampire as one unified creature
2: right if he can get it open to the heart and use the spike
5: so i think i want to try and grab this thing and just
2: fall back through the chute roll act under pressure to grab a hold of this and tumble backwards down the now destroyed chute Seven. So you can grab hold of the vampire and fall backwards into the junk room. But you're going to take some damage as you go from the impact as well from this thing trying to get at you as you fall. You're going to have a minus one ongoing as some of the soul bat gets onto you until you can figure out how to remove it. Or you're going to draw some unwanted attention.
5: I will take the damage.
2: All right. So you take two points of damage armor defeating as you come slamming into the ground next to Tass, who is buried in this pile of metal but you have brought the soul bat covered vampire with you tj the elevator door opens nobody's there
3: what the hell um i'd like to look around and see if i can find out where they went tj roll investigate a mystery i was i was just waiting
5: for you to use magic to view another time <laughs> 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 no huh. that's all right oh
2: a <laughs> 11 you get a hold too What happened here? From where you're standing, you can see where the chute was ripped out of the wall, so you know that Tass tried to jump up here. He pulled that metal down, and you remember seeing the vampire that was strapped to the table, but you also see some dents by the bottom of the chute, and so you can tell that that Jake must have muscled it over and toppled them both through the chute back into the junk room. Uh, what can hurt it? You start to go through the different vials and the refrigerator and the files that they have here, and it is exactly what Jake's other told him. They are trying to find a way to make it so that soul bats can bond with vampires. It's taking a very long time, and they've never had one bond successfully where the vampire didn't eventually go insane and then die. The thing that they have discovered that these are very susceptible to is natural sunlight. That the UV light doesn't seem to affect them, that the stakes through the heart, something about the soul bat, protects that from happening. But because they both have the shared weakness of light, natural light from the sun outside is amplified that's what they're trying to get around
3: okay good to know that we're you know underground and it's two in the morning <laughs> all right well i guess i will hit the elevator again and go back down to where i was before <laughs> <laughs>
2: Tass, you are on the ground, and then Jake lands next to you, and he is struggling with that vampire that you saw attached to the table up in the lab.
4: Do I see all the soul baddie goodness to it as well? No, yes. Yeah, I guess I'm going to try to get up in all of this debris and hit the thing with my
2: mace. Tass, relax under pressure. Uh, eight. So Tass, you spin the mace around and you go to hit it and the thing that you expect to happen, which is a hole to be created by the light does not happen. And the soul bat lashes out at you and you take two points of damage not armor defeating.
4: Uh, It's not working. Jake, it's not working. The, this light isn't opening it up.
5: Uh, Do I even think that I can mess with this thing then? Would other me know that like if, if you can't make a hole then
2: this is fruitless? Yeah, you would absolutely know that having fought soul bats before that you use the light to get to the to the soft inside uh, so if you don't have a hole in the soul bat you, you don't think that you could bite it where did tj go
4: up the elevator
2: well
5: fuck me okay i think we just need to keep this thing busy until he gets back and maybe he can like magic trap it or something okay so i just want to start like zipping around in the air and trying to piss this thing off so that it focuses on me and tries to chase me
2: yeah roll act under pressure to keep this thing occupied till tj comes back I will do no such thing. What I will do is level up. Oh, man. Copyrighted. You take two points of damage, not armor-defeating, as the soul bat vampire grabs your leg and slams you down into the ground. What are you taking to level up? I am going to take a move from another playbook,
5: one that I've had my eye on for a while. That sounded real sexy. That's just my voice. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, it is a move from the spooky called Jinx, which I have used for something and I I cannot remember when, where, or why. But you can encourage coincidences to occur the way you want. When you jinx a target, roll weird. On a 10 plus, hold two. On a 7 to 9, hold one. On a miss, the keeper holds two over me to be used on the same things. I can spin my hold two. Interfere with a hunter, giving them minus one forward. Help a hunter, giving them plus one forward by interfering with the enemy. Interfere with what a monster, minion, or bystander is trying to do. Inflict one harm on the target due to an accident. The target finds something I left for them. Or the target loses something that I will soon find.
2: Nice. Nice. So in the past, like we've talked about why things happen to us, like what's causing this in you?
5: Yes. So um, I already have the ability to exert my will over normal humans. I think this monstrosity trying to tap me gave me a little something that vampires have exerted their will over me as a vampire. And now this completely other beastie has tried to exert its will over me, but I just happened to beat it that in beating it, I have unlocked some potential to just exert accidents over things.
2: Oh, uh, so it's, it's almost like a thought based Thought base sounds dumb with the rest of the sentence I'm about to say but like an instinct based telekinesis almost.
5: Yes. Like, a yeah, I guess that is a good way to put it. It's
2: instinct. You're not actively using telekinesis, but it's like, I want this thing to happen. And so it kind of,
5: yeah, like a, like a will based telekinesis. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. TJ, the elevator doors open and you see Jake being Loki slammed into the ground by a very angry looking soul bat
5: TJ our our normal light weapons. Do not hurt this thing. I hope
2: you got something for it. He's like saying this, but between pounds.
5: DJ <laughs> <laughs> our weapons don't hurt it. Please help.
3: Uh I want to try and trap this thing where it's at.
2: All right, we'll use magic. That's an eight. What's your glitch? The effect is weakened. A circle springs up around the vampire like a snow globe, so it has an area that it can traverse in, uh, but Jake is still inside of that circle with it.
3: So Jake's trapped too?
2: I mean, he's, he's not trapped necessarily, but he is inside of the trap area right now. Oh, okay. Can I try
5: to scramble out of it?
2: Yeah, roll Act Under Pressure. Five. Jake, as you start to pull yourself out of this, you feel the inky blackness of the soul bat climbing up your legs. And Tass and TJ, you both see the soul bat come entirely off of this other vampire, engulf Jake and climb down his throat.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
6: Welcome to Magenta Presents, a new horror anthology hosted by me, Madam Magenta. We begin with the five-part miniseries Ghosted, starring Beth Eyre and Lucy Roslin. Perched on a rain-battered cliff edge is a former lighthouse. It's a charming, quirky boutique hotel. Owner and sole-occupant Beth has spent months renovating, absorbing its essence into her bones. It's an old building. You'll get used to it. But to Beth's horror, her first guest is a figure from a past she has tried to forget. Kira... Beth? What the fu- Face to face for the first time in years, the pair must reckon with old mistakes, old grievances. Beth, speak to shut me. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up! And something else. Oh, I can't bear it. What is that noise? Because the lighthouse has a past, too. Beth. He's right there. Why is there blood on your hands? We need to get out of here. Kira! <laughs> Kira! I can still see him! <laughs> ah! Subscribe to Magenta Presents wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon, fans of the esoteric. Bye!
1: Magenta Presents.